Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And these guys surround me in there. There's three of them, same guy. One has a little shoe hammer. Oh, He's shit. He's like, like I, I'm like fake print. Like, Please leave me alone. Leave me alone. And it's Hit another one, <laughs> running again. My mom is so right. I swear way too much, except it's not that I can't stop, it's just I really don't want to. There's a, a new news article came out the other day that I wish I brought up on this that uh, once again, like another study about people who swear. Like, like Dan, Dana, White's, Dana White's favorite you. word is fuck. Oh, it should be. It's it a great highly word. Benefits fuck you, is a though. great word because it can mean love and hate, disdain, or approval. It can mean so many things. Anyways, welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. That's a statistical data analytical fact. Hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed. We have some dope guests on every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we do an audio-only extended Q&A with the guest after the visual is done. We get a little juicy. It's a good day. It's Friday? Have I told you recently how much I love you, bro? Really? You're literally the man, bro. Thanks, Mike. Wow, what happened, it's funny. bro? Last episode, you were a little salty. Well, no, no well, that's we both responded. We both were. Yeah, okay, you guys cleared good. it? What'd you do to clear the air? We just talked it out, talked dude. Talked about like fucking dudes, bro. Talk it's a passion. It's a off, passion. It, it's on. a passion and vision thing, bro. And it's like you know sometimes like you know, that's what I couldn't have said it better myself, guys. I want to introduce our guest. He is a Hall of Fame UFC fighter with a record of thirty-four and ten, an NCAA wrestler, and part of my French, but a motherfucking badass. Run, run, run! It's the California kid, ladies and gentlemen. Your eye a favor. Hey, Woo. holy shit! Crack, crack, buddies. We fucking got him, bro. We, we secured the bag on this one. Fucking got him, man. Fucking favor in the house. Beast, bro. Got a legend in hey, the house, dude. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, folks? I, I was telling everyone you're coming on. They're like, "Yo, your eyes could be sick." Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Legend, bro. Do you know I? It was. Uh, I almost had to jog here. I know, as you know, <laughs> streets surrounded street street work and whatnot. I'm like, bro. I've I. This is my third route. I'm thinking about just jogging up to your house. He told me. He's, he's like, yo, the streets are closed. I'm about to jog. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. That's that's what you get when you invite a fighter on the show. They're down to just always work out. <gasps> Apparently, there's some sewage problems. I think Mike clogged the toilets. It's a fact. It, uh, it just leaked dude, out Is that streets. why they call you Big Mike? That's, that's a fact. <laughs> Big had, had Chipotle last night. <laughs> dumb Huge Mike. dump Mike. Yeah, dude. So, uh, hey, man, I want to ask you. You're uh, You're married, yeah? Uh, I'm engaged. Engaged? Congratulations. Yes. Thanks. Do you have a child, young baby human? Yes. Two and a half weeks old. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank what's you. what's the uh, baby's name? It's Callie Rain Faber. Shut the front door. That's yeah. dope. Callie Rain Faber? Yeah. She's money. She's beautiful. <sighs> Jaslyn, Callie, we'll see you guys at back at home. Is she, do you have a plan for her life or just going to? Oh, big time. But Callie Ray in favor with a name like that, I'm sure you got something in mind. She's gonna be an actress. Or- not, not, not as far as the plan for that goes. But I already wrote her a book. I'm just gonna be brainwashing her. There on we go. All the- <laughs> I, 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 I literally in the first person, Callie Rain, and and wrote it down all the stanzas and and keep her away from. 
from dirt balls and making right decisions and dirt balls and, like Mike. Yeah, like Big Mike. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> big, big no, you don't have to say you're just kidding. You're more the biggest. <laughs> Question: yeah, yeah. Your daughter says to you, "I, Daddy, I want to be just like you and get in the octagon, or or just be a fighter." Like, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, first I'll be trying to push her in the opposite direction for most of her life. Yep. If for whatever reason she wants to take that path, I wouldn't stop her. I guess, but you know, I'm gonna try to. You know, soccer. Why is <laughs> tennis? Why? Why is that? Chess. Oh, bro, this is a rough life, man. I don't think. I mean, you got a little. Understand. You got a little taste of it. I mean, yeah. being a wrestler, first off, you know, like you, you step off of a, a wrestling career, which is free, by the way. You don't. You don't get paid. You're doing that yeah. because, yep. for whatever reason, you, you think you want to. You know get grimy, lose weight, headbutt people, get skin rashes, you know, everything under the sun. Yep, yep. And uh, it's just not a, it's not a fun way to, to make a living unless you're a special person. So I'll try to like, you know, there's a lot better ways to make money, man. Yeah, there are. true. And for a female, especially, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where I will never shy away from, from egging her on when she has a passion for something, but I want to just encourage her on like some tennis, golf, some, some of that stuff. Chess, <laughs> checkers, cash. like that kind of shit. It doesn't cash. get her nose broken. <laughs> yeah. So, man, yeah. I, I think I would have been a UFC fighter if I didn't uh, fall into this. Woulda, it's shit. not too late, buddy. Ooh, it's shit. not too late. Dana, you listening hey, guy. Am I one of the guys that went to bat and said, easy, easy transition for Logan to make it. Oh, yeah. I mean, now, Granted, it'd have to be a big step of focus, and uh, you wouldn't be able to podcast all day, True. unfortunately. True. You could do a podcast, but it'd be after a lot of training and whatnot. Yeah. But obviously, dude, we talked about it a little bit. He's we, talked uh, about potentially uh, doing podcasts while he trains. What are your thoughts? Like, I think that would like a cool. little headphone that like comes A little down. blood and guts. Never yeah. heard anything <laughs> exactly. for the ratings. Spinning on a bike underneath the table. Just, nah, I just want one. I just want one fight. But, yo, um, just not not to divert too much, but are you, uh, your engagement, you plan on, on signing a prenup? Uh, of course. You really? Really? Yeah, my girl is cool as hell, man. I mean, honestly. Shout out. Jaslyn yeah. and I are, uh, we were friends for years prior to, years prior to actually dating. And, um, you know, we talked about that and we actually <clears throat> planned to have the baby before marriage and everything else. It was just part of what we wanted oh, to awesome. do. And, 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 uh, we wanted to get started going on, on babies right away. And, and, uh, we probably do a prenup, you know, she's a hustler herself and, and, uh, and she's an intelligent girl and, and we have a great partnership, but, uh, you know, I think that kind of stuff's important. You yeah, never know what so happens too. in this world. And yeah, and I know I have a lot of buddies with a lot of money. And the biggest way guys have gone broke is the wrong chick. <laughs> is, is, is one of those buddies by chance Jeff Bezos? Because, I mean, Mike will tell you. All uh, right. Jeff Bezos. Some current events here, yeah. Jeff Bezos' divorce settlement has finalized, ladies and gentlemen. That's big news. Oh, jeez. Mackenzie Be Bezos, his now ex-wife, will retain 4% of Amazon's outstanding stock worth. $35.6 billion. Wow. Jeez, that hurts. Hey, but no, you no don't know what her role What was no her role? Oh, What's she was, listen, she was by his side the whole time, but she is now the third richest woman on earth off of a divorce. Hey, shout wow. out. Shout out, Mrs. Bezos. You get it. Congratulations. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. But I mean, I, and honestly, I've, I've talked about this with a lot of my buddies. I've got a friend who's been engaged for, ah, uh, 10 years mm. and they've been going over the prenup situation. Whoa. 
for, <laughs> 10 years. for 10 years. They have two kids that are beautiful that are, uh, you know, they live together. They're a family, but they don't have the official thing. And uh, it's a weird thing, man. I know a lot of really wealthy guys. You know, being a fighter, you get a lot of doors open to you. Yeah. Uh, meet a lot of cool people from, from you know, kids dying with cancer that, that need some inspiration to billionaires that are just reg regular folks. And, and the commonality is, uh, you know, success is is something that can be flighting, but that those relationships and if 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 it comes down to a split, there's serious rules and especially in California about yeah. what happens and and you got to make sure that you you cover your bases on that front. Man, yeah. If a, if a if a significant other is given like a lot of like pushback on a prenup, is that a red flag? Yes. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so too. Yes. Yeah. I um. My last relationship, <clears throat> I feel like whenever I get in relationships, no matter like how serious it is, there's always a, some talk about marriage. You know, it's like fun to yeah. imagine. <laughs> and and she was like, fuck you. I want a prenup. Pretty <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, yo, that's awesome. Like, yeah. That's so okay. attractive to yeah. me. Possibly. Well, I know, I know a couple girls that have, I mean, will take the high road. And then I know some girls that will be like, you let you motherfucker. Yeah. I'm taking you for every bit, tooth and nail. Except, how about Hulk Hogan? You ever read into the Hulk Hogan deal? No, I don't think so. Hulk Hogan lost like I think he lost like I, you have to you have to look it up, but I think seventy percent of what he what he had. Oh. And his chick, I think, from what I understand, ended up with a younger Hulk version, blonde hair, big guy. No. And everything well, else. you know what they say? They say the first time you marry for money. And then the second time you marry yeah. for love for women, right? Because they take half the money on the first run, they're rich, and now they can meet someone well, they actually choose, like. If you choose you know? right, <laughs> they say that. Yeah, marry if once choose, first time for love for money, and then love. Yeah. Well, you know what they really say is you 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 spend your youth chasing money. This is for men. You spend your youth chasing money, and you spend your money chasing youth. Fact. Oh my God, <laughs> that's so unfortunately uh, true. It is true. I, I have another one that goes with it too. I've seen some happy rich guys, man, out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seen some unhappy rich yeah, guys out there. True. There's a, there's another one where they say uh, you could always lose money chasing girls, but you'll never lose girls chasing money. That's mm. true. Yeah, very true, bro. Girls can smell ambition, absolutely. Yeah, as they should. That should be a good thing. Yeah, when, when people talk about like. Oh, you got to watch out because I, I came from from nothing, you know, built my way up into the fight world, which still wasn't the greatest. Even as a world champion, it wasn't the most lucrative thing in the world. And people are always saying, you got to be careful. People are going to be coming out of the woodworks and this and that. And I feel like I'm a good judge of character. And on top of that, I never really had a problem with with the females in, in the yeah. first place. So for me, it was like an expansion of of you meeting people and they, I mean, sure. Did things get easier if you're on TV, but it's still like kind of the same gig and you have to have a good sense of, of, you know, personality is somebody in it for the right reason and whatnot. And that's up to you to be able to judge that character. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't blame a girl for, for liking a successful guy. You know, my, my dad had ambition. My mom has ambition, you know, ambitions attractive. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah agree. <clears throat> is there, is kind of switching topics a little yeah. bit. Is there a, is there a, facade with the fight game like you even mentioned it even when you were the world champion it wasn't as lucrative as i would assume most people think is there a facade when it comes to being a fighter why why does a kid in high school <laughs> want to grow up to become a ufc fighter i mean guys that fight and you took a fight you didn't have to you took a fight against another guy and you and you felt the energy from it you know you got the satisfaction of laying it all out on the line 
but there's something internally and, and goes back to the wrestling side. And I, and I, I was looked at my wrestling career and I was like, man, why did I do that? I did it all through junior high, high school and college. Yep. And it was a rough, rough sport. It's just something internal that wants to prove that you're the baddest dude on the planet. I don't know if it's an animal thing. I don't know if it's uh, uh, like a primal, a, a primal yeah. thing. It, it it really is about getting uh, things that you want, and, and it's the most primal way to do it. So I think there's instinctual about it. And it's funny. I was a human development major in college, and they talked about a study they did in kindergarten kids where they asked them all individually. They took them into rooms, like little boys into rooms, and they would ask them, hey, uh, you know, who's the toughest kid in the class? And individually, they all said that they are. Oh, shit. How, how old were they? Kindergarten. Oh, wow. So then they lined them all up in front of each other in a circle, and only a few stood up and said they're the toughest. Oh, dang. And that's just, that's young kids not knowing they're an experiment and, and, and showing, you know, cowering to, to other individuals that are in front of them because of confrontation. But everybody kind of thinks they're a stud. Until did, you're met with it. Did they at least, like the people who ran the study, did they at least let the ones that said, I'm the toughest, all brawl afterwards? Like <laughs> yeah. a huge kindergarten. Yeah, it, was just a, it was in a different country. I think they did in Chechnya, so they all fought to the oh, death. Yeah. With grenades <laughs> and shit. Yeah, they tossed a bear in that circle out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's crazy. Like I, I did a lot of studying in, with with the humans, you know, interactions and and cultures and just, you know, different developmental stages. That's why I have alpha male. I love the yeah. name alpha male. That's my brand. Yeah, it's dope. And uh, it's it's more than just physical. It's mental. It's it's pushing through adversity. It's, I mean, there's an alpha male, male ballerina. There's an alpha male. Uh, Can a beta you know, dude become an alpha male? Absolutely. Really? There's a, What's there's, the secret? There's a, well, there's a bird. There's a bird <laughs> called a mannequin, a mannequin bird. This mannequin bird is known for they do these extravagant extravagant dances. They they travel in like groups of three, and sometimes depending on the the species the, the type of mannequin bird it is, some, they'll be in as much as uh, like a six six people six six man group, and they'll all do a dance choreographed together. And the alpha male will stay in the middle, and all the other birds will kick rocks, and he'll try to get laid at the end of it. So they do like they'll put on a big dance. They're performance. like backup dancers for yes. the alpha dudes, wingmen. And you're talking ah, literally wingmen. Yeah. So, 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 what will happen is the birds say there's three of them, and now these are mannequins. You're saying like in storefronts? No, <laughs> it's a bird. The bird. So these, so these birds will sit there and dance, and they'll dance, and they'll dance, and they'll dance, and they'll, 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 they'll puff up, and you should look it up. It's pretty funny. Actually, I think I've seen these birds. And then, and then the two will kick rocks, and the one will stay there and and, and work on getting laid. And it's a big extravagant thing. Why don't so, you all do that for me? You've- I, we I do. What do you think are, this? Bro? What do you think this podcast? Guys, is, take bro? off. We got some girls coming over. <laughs> so <laughs> it's definitely not as elegant. I think. I think this human running is. So this is the mannequin bird. So so. Oh, shit. That, <laughs> that looks just guys. like him. Bro. Dude, pull up a video of a dance. A video of the dance. <laughs> pretty accurate. <laughs> Wait. So what are you? What are you saying though? Which one so, of these are the beta dudes? So so check it out. So they did a study in the in the the mannequin birds. If you're a wingman, your your chances of actually being the alpha male at some point are heightened dramatically. Oh. If somebody just rolls on their own, it doesn't happen. So, it, oh. it, you know, the more you help you help each other out, 
the more likely you are to get some top-notch. Well, dude, I mean, that's- Some top-notch tail. If that isn't- <laughs> Literally, <laughs> some top-notch not, top tail. If that isn't synonymous with what's been, what's going on on this podcast, yeah, ever since I started shrapnel. doing this podcast, I've been pulling Ella tail, That's bro. called shrapnel. Ooh, it's shrapnel. called shrapnel. shrapnel. Oh, shit. <laughs> get hit with the shrapnel. <laughs> that's not a, that's a good you thing, You jump though. on the grenade on occasion, you get hit it with some shrapnel nice. later. <laughs> Is this, that's not the bird, right? That's just a lady. <laughs> that's that's the bird. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Okay. So this bird, it does a moonwalk or something. Why is this lady? I don't want to see her. She's, she's no, showing there's us some better the video. Did she just wave a fart? Oh, <laughs> did you see that? Oh, 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 shit. Whoa. No, he did it. Ah, I like her too, though. <laughs> yeah, I like her fun. commitment. <laughs> Look at him. I think she's going to have a Oh, this does a little moonwalk. Some Michael Jackson bird. Yeah, she's... You got to do the 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 three in a row. It's funny because I I, I uh, my boy Chad Mendez. You know who Chad Mendez yeah, of course, is? Yeah. Chad's one of the best fighters on the planet. He's one of the kindest guys on the planet. And he's got a business called Fins and Feathers where he takes like uh, trips for for people to with celebrities to go hunting and all this stuff. And I've gone on a couple with them. Wait just, for real? Yeah. You got to connect these. Oh, bro. Uh, we just, Dude, Chad's the best. His trips are amazing, and and you guys would would hit it off. Really? Yeah. And so we, I've gone out, and he does these crazy we went bear hunting we went uh you know shooting uh fish with uh arrows in, in the middle of the night we went Damn. did all this stuff so so chad takes me out to this big ranch and i get i'm talking with these hillbilly dudes that are describing uh all the different like kind of animal things that are happening and there's one one goat that's like or it's an elk or some sort of animal that uh horny animal and it's got a harem of of women there's like 50 women in this this one animal's like yelling and hor- like screaming around and he's in charge he's the alpha of that group and so yeah. he has like 50 women to himself the problem is with that that type of animal is they're also one of the biggest prey so they're yelling trying to get the attention of the girls and they're herding them all in and it's and that and they have all these chicks themselves but it's like a short-lived like glorious life it's like james or dean no, no. Uh, yeah. another go- hunters oh, hunter. no oh, oh, oh. hunters coyotes other oh, predators right. oh, everything okay. so they're you know you want to be quiet when you're out and you're you're the prey out in the real world but when you're screaming around trying to keep your chicks in line so no one else doesn't come steal them you know you're a sitting target so no one that that guy will get killed and someone else will stand up and be in charge of the herd and then they uh they talked about this uh this one elk had a deformed horn he broke his horn when he was young so he had one horn and so normally they have two and they go fight each other and they hadn't seen any baby elk for a while and and the guys they they need those the the animals to breed yep. and, and bring more cuz that's how they make their money and so this one horned elk kept on stabbing all the babies because it would oh. turn it would turn the girls into back into heat. Oh, so he was shit. because he had just one horn he could aim it and he was he was Devious like little bitch. Oh, he was fucker, like harpooning dude. these these uh, <laughs> these babies oh so they're God. like dude there's no no more babies around they found out this one horned uh dude who kept on snagging up all the kids and and oh so the God. so the women would go back fucker, and it, even his own even his own kids. Savage. He's trying to get the, Unprecedented. the women back in heat. Never seen anything. Yeah. Yo, I mean, my dad always told me my penis would get me in trouble when I was <laughs> older. And uh, good so far, sort of. But I've lost friends to, oh, yeah. to their wieners. Via you penis? See him, he's, to, 
to their own penis. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Chasing girls, bro. And oh, chasing yeah. other people's work yeah, ethic. Yeah. Oh, falling bro. in love, getting engaged at like 20 years old. Like, yo, shout out. Yeah. Also, stay hungry, my yeah. friends. Yeah. Stay keep hungry. Gotta keep your well, you dick need, in check. Well, more so, I think you need a girl that keeps you hungry. That's like the ideal yeah, situation. A like one. a girl a that's like a, a motivator or a girl, like you said before, that's attracted to that ambition. Yeah. So like when you when you stop like chasing a goal or chasing like some the next thing, right. she's like, I don't really want to fuck tonight. Cause you're just, you're not doing shit. You're just sitting around Ooh, eating no microwave dinners, you know? They, they, they push for big ambition. They, you know, they're like- A lady hey, boss. Keep you on, yeah, like exactly. queen, a queen. Exactly. But on top of that, there, there's, and I've seen it happen time and time again. Guys go after the wrong chicks and, and just crush their confidence and everything. I, I never really got that. You know, if a girl does you wrong or something like, all right, on to the next it's one. It's just love, dude. Love is, uh, love is tricky. Like when, when you're in- Love, I don't think like typical rules of logic apply to anything. <sighs> you know, that's true. Everything goes out the window. That's true. Yeah, it's the worst seeing one of your homies just this. I call it the sinking ship. Mm. Yeah. Y'all just got to salute. <laughs> salute. See you, man. Viking funeral. Yeah. yeah. Shoot your flaming arrow. Yep. Light them on fire. It's hey, so funny so when long. they come back. Like when their relationship ends and they come back. Yeah, like and they're just, like, what are you guys doing? Well, they start small. <laughs> like you'll just get a you'll just get a text from somebody you haven't gotten a text from in like yeah. six months. And it's like, how you been, man? And you're just like, I know what's fucking. Not to throw him under the bus, but Mark Donor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I got these te- What are you doing today, man? I'm lonely. I'm like, yeah, Mark, we haven't talked to you in six months. <laughs> nah, I love you, Mark. And I'm actually glad you're back to the light side. Hell yeah. Time to slay again. Broke up with his girl, lost 30 pounds, and he's looking good, good. as fuck. Uh, yeah. And he's back on his grind. Hey, you, you know what a good girl will do, though? A good girl will find a guy at a weak point and get him all tied up. Yeah. So I'm going, hey, you had a rough time. You had your your, your downtime in your, in your career. Yeah. Boo. Swoop in and grab him. Build him back up. That's that literally kind of happened. That's what yeah. my girl did. Yeah, yeah that yeah, happens. Ex, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good girl. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, and then once you're flying, you just kill, you know, kill her off, and <laughs> <laughs> you stab her with I, your. Did that happen? <laughs> I don't know the details, but you know, you stab her with your I'd one horn you. and you move on. <laughs> <laughs> you harpoon like, her in the side. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hey, would you ever fight an animal, dude? Uh, yes, I would. I would one thousand percent fight an animal. If it were a survival situation, yeah, you'd have sure. to. I mean, I'm, I've thought about that before, you know, there's that one for the jugular. And yeah, well, there's. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That dude that just fought that mountain lion in California. Did you see that? Yeah. He, Turn, he killed yeah. it. Did he? Oh, money. he didn't kill it, right? Turned out yeah. it, was a, it was a cub, but still, I Yo, mean, it's... Eh. I, I read the story on that. It was like the, the Revenant with... Uh, where they slid down the hill with the bear. Have you guys oh, seen that oh, scene? Yeah. yeah, they slid down a hill. Whoa. Really? Like they were going at it, and then they both slid down a hill, and then he got the upper ground and just choked it I guess, out. I guess the cubs are like, I don't know, like 30, 40 pounds, but it's 30, 40 pounds of razor blades coming uh, yeah. at your oh, face. Dude. You know what I'm saying? So you, it's guys, like, you guys are a little younger than I am. Maybe. So I'm gonna give Whoa. you. I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some homework. I might not be on a great movie, <laughs> The Edge. Have you seen, seen The Edge with uh, Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin and what's the old dude's name? Uh, uh, whatever from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Uh, I know. Hannibal Lecter. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Hannibal Lecter, but yeah. his real. You guy. want to talk about alpha male, where it where it goes from like you know it takes into all the things of <sighs> animal nature, but intelligence, how important intelligence is, and thinking outside the box and persuasiveness. That movie is my. That's one of my favorite movies. It's crazy. So all you young bucks out there want to learn about life. Watch the edge. I'm, I'm gonna add that to my list the, right now. The trap that they set. Yeah, the, oh when they, that's the God, thing. That's why I brought it up. They fight. They, they're getting tracked by a man-eating bear the whole time, Whoa. and it's like they're stuck out in the wilderness. And it's it's like they're they're either gonna be killed or they have to they they have to kill the bear. And it's all about intelligence. You're friends with Lance Palmer. Yes, sir. Uh, He's a bear. Little background <laughs> on Lance Palmer. I uh, I grew up with him sort of in Ohio. Yeah, Did you know that. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, our dads were family friends. Wayne the Pain. Shout yes. out Wayne the Pain, man. Yeah. If you get offended easily, don't follow his Instagram. But if you do... <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's one of those Instagrams. <laughs> Dude, he's hilarious, uh, I, I, Yeah, we have a friend like that. Uh, but uh, Lance Palmer, when I was young and first getting into wrestling, he was he was much older than me, but you know he won four times yeah. state champ, all the shit. And Colin, he, his little brother. Yep, yep. He One of them wrestled a bear. One of them wrestled yeah. uh, a baby bear, and it was on Jimmy Kimmel way back when, again, like uh, a decade plus ago. And I've always wanted to wrestle a bear because of him. Yeah, that's and funny. I ended up doing it. And it was a big mistake. <laughs> oh, you actually did it? Yeah. Yeah, he wrestled it a bear. Was for, it was for a show of mine. Um, bro, the power of these animals. I, I can't even begin to describe how easily, easily he could have just ended my life yeah. like that. Um, Lance gave me the insight, by the way, on, on how he did it. Wait, isn't there like a button that you press in the bear? Or something? Yeah, like, you like grab a little him handy. Like, yeah, wait, look. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> you get the bear hands off. He's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you, right, you like tug his shoulder or something. It's a happy beginning. So Lance said that that the problem is everybody tries to go in there and and actually wrestle the bear, and he said the a bear's hips are like all the way to the ground. Yeah. They're like at the ground. Yeah. And so you have to play with the thing and go light on it. So it thinks you're playing and then you have to scoop at the hips and take them down. <laughs> so like underneath and just yeah. drop, and drop and them. So, so Lance's dad, uh, Wayne the Pain, he, he actually worked at a, uh, at a animal reservation spot in Ohio. And so they had like a relationship with all sorts of animals and, yeah. and Lance grew up with those things. So they were all friends. So he'd wrestle the bear, but the bear was like his buddy. So he'd go a little light and take the thing down. Khabib too. Yeah, Khabib's wrestling bear, but his yeah. bears are like I think actually like, like legit Russian. In the wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's scared. possible. You, but you outside the cage are not maybe wrestling animals. But yo, when I was younger, I, little side side note, I had your picture up when I was working out, and we oh, always aim oh, to be like cool, your Ryan favor. Like you are, you are our favorite fighter, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, Thank dude. you, brother. Yeah, for real. Like I remember you, you know, remember we met and outside of Vine, yeah. Outside of Vine and you were doing an airplane on your little yeah. hoverboard thing and you like rolled up and like, you're like, hey. Yeah, dude. What's up, bro? <laughs> yeah, because you're so crazy. You come out here and you see celebrities like one by one. I was like, oh, sh bro, like I fucking grew up literally working out with this dude inspiring me. That's cool, How man. long I ago did you guys get? Where, when was that? Maybe five. I'm years trying to like imagine like the old, really old Chachi Logan hoverboard like, vine street. Whoa, man, yeah. what's up, bro? <laughs> it was like this, not making an eye contact. I'm like, what the hell is this fucking guy doing? <laughs> I was just kidding. He you, was bro. like, <laughs> yeah, bro. He did that all the time. I lived across the street from Vine, and I lived right on the street so I could see out. Yeah, and he would just scoot back and forth with Mark Donor like randomly. Yeah, we'd just be getting it, dude. But, Vine, Vine was a great place for me. I like. Are you place. still living there? No. Yeah, we got kicked yeah. out. <laughs> great place though yeah yeah um but 
I was going to say, I used to watch videos on you. Um, and one of them, like, you're talking about how you got in a fight in Bali. Oh, and, and recently I saw you got in a fight. Like, are you getting in street fights a lot? Well, that's not a street fight. That's a third world country fight, okay. <clears throat> which is not a regular street fight. That's like a fight for survival for your life oh, fight. Damn. So uh, that was, what was the other one you're talking about? I, I was recent. I, I recent was, fist yeah, fight? I, th I thought so. I could be wrong, but it was in another third world country. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> I got I got ran over by a car just just my foot in Singapore. That was it. That's what I'm talking about. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was that was, that was an accident. <laughs> oh, okay. No, okay, <laughs> no. Uh, but the the one in Indonesia was literally in 2005. Nobody knew who I was, and I I was there with my buddy who was six months sober, and he didn't want to be out at the bars because he yeah. was too hard for him and this and that, and so. uh I stayed out. I met these girls from from Europe, and we we're all dancing yep. at the club yep. and everything. And uh, not the not tens necessarily, but we we're having a good time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so in Indonesia, actually, they have they have women that come there to get wine and dine by the by the locals because they're like, you know, oh, they go there okay. and so there's chicks go there and the locals are there. That's one of the ways they make some dough is they they hang out with the ladies there. And I think I might've been taking some business. You know, it was just me, a couple chicks yeah. and we're dancing and some guy tried to start a fight with me. I blew him off. And again, I was I was a world champion on the small level. It wasn't yeah. even, I mean, there was no Twitter or Instagram or anything back in this time. Yeah. It was like, you know, I was on Gladiator Challenge and King of the Cage on, you know, pay-per-views that nobody watched except for guys like Logan, you yeah. know. Yep. And, uh, and so- I ended up shutting the guy off and he kept start, trying to start a fight with me. And I said, I go, you got a fucking problem, bro. And he's oh, like, Ugh. he doesn't even speak English. I go, let's go outside. And that was the dumbest move. I mean, talk like, about learning from your mistakes. Like kind of, right. It started out with him. I fought him. I broke his collarbone on a pot <laughs> on a, like this, there's this like monument for an Australians <laughs> that got bombed there. From, so from, he bombed his ass on <laughs> Yeah, basically. And then, and then one guy shows up has brass knuckles. Oh, I get attacked by three shit. guys. Then I run <clears throat> into the club and they're all bouncers that I didn't know. I get attacked by like 12 guys, go to the back of the club, go outside, run down the street, get attacked by four guys again, run the opposite way, get in a taxi, get attacked by 10 and guys. It's just and I you? Yeah, thank God it's just me because if my buddies were trying to help out, we were trying to help each other out, it's better. I it's just me. Really? I was like literally run. I got, I went into, like I'm running further and further from org, from like, from like uh, civilization, like you're getting into like huts and stuff, like that in this there's direction. Like dinosaurs and shit. And, and there's a Billabong shop, and I just associated Billabong with safety because I was familiar to me. And, and they had people sitting in front of the doors instead of having doors, so the people would just sit there and watch yeah, it. That was yeah. their job. They got paid like a quarter to watch the front door. And so I like run in. The guy's like, no, 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 no. Like try to get me out. And I'm like, dude, these guys are trying to kill me. I'm covered in blood because I got hit with all these brass knuckle shots Damn, bro and then the, i come in and these guys surround me and there, there's three of them same guy one has a little shoe hammer oh he's shit. like like I, i'm like fake friendly please leave me alone leave me alone and just hit another one running again <laughs> i'm barefooted i, thought, I got no, that's that's I evil got, I, got, I still got the shorts I, I had a homemade pair of shorts there because i had a little clothing line back then their suit their suit material i had no underwear i lost my sandals i lost my hat <laughs> lost my shirt i'm like pretty much butt naked running through uh, Indonesia just get my ass kicked by by angry people for no I, reason. I you thought you were a few of them. Of course. How many? How many? How many <laughs> I mean, drop? a lot more than they dropped on my side. Yeah, I true. was one of me. I I guarantee you, 
I represented for America. They, they, they're, pretty, they're like, don't mess with little white Americans. I like that. I like that. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I thought you were going to say when you went to the Billabong shop that the Billabong people started beating your ass too. Like the lady came <laughs> no, around from I the thought- I really felt bad because I was getting blood everywhere, and the guy—it's his job to sit there and make sure no one comes in the store. And I'm it gets like, blood everywhere. Yeah, like face palm him, like come in there. I'm like, safety, Billabong, America. I'm like, that's no, nope. that's life or death, man. I'll do, I'll oh, do yeah. anything. When, oh, yeah. when you used to fight, you would you would you were huge on elbows. Yeah, like that was your thing. I remember my dad and I would freak out when you just cut someone's face open with an elbow. And one fight, I remember you broke both your hands or something. Yes. So you literally was were, fight. was only you were only fighting with your elbows. Yeah, that was rough. That I was against Mike Brown. I broke my the there's I have a steel plate in my hand still. Oh shit. The fourth and the fifth metacarpal, I snapped one and shattered the other. And that was uh that was Mike Brown. The the second time I fought him, the first time I fought him, I did like a jumping back elbow and got caught. So this is the rematch in my hometown. And I broke my hand on his forehead, yeah. like put him to a knee in the first round and then the third round, I dislocated my thumb. You can still see that bump right there. So I had no hands, no hands for in a title fight, twenty five minutes for uh, in my hometown on on you know millions of people watching at home. This shit was and crazy. I would just walk in close to him as close as I could and start elbowing the crap out of him. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I why almost you, had him in the fifth. Why you think? Um, I'm not seeing as many elbows as as I as I used to. And even when uh, we had Tyron Woodley on here, he said he doesn't elbow. He's throwing three elbows because they hurt. They hurt his elbows. <laughs> Really? That's what he said. You know, I I remember you, I used to have, especially in my first fights, I remember my first fights, my this part of my knuckle, because I wasn't trained well enough in 2003, 2004, and I would just get crazy, and this part of my knuckle would hurt, my elbows would hurt, my knees would hurt, because I was oh. punching incorrectly when I, when I first started fighting. Yeah, yeah. But the elbows, definitely they hurt. But not as bad as your hands hurt oh, when you're just putting hands. Yeah, there's so many small bones here. Elbows are, are money. I don't know why more people don't throw elbows. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know who does? John Jones. Oh, my God. We yeah. just saw him. He does some nasty elbows. He's, he's yeah. lethal, bro. It's, fun, it's funny you talk about things taking you out of uh, out of contention in the match and you move into elbows. I'm from the same city, believe it or not, as Nick Newell. Have oh, you ever really? seen him fight before? I, just, I was just talking to him today. He has one arm. Yeah, and oh, he's a UFC oh, fighter. That he's guy. from Milford, oh, and cool. we we would always go to the bars when his fights would be on, and we would watch him. And he would submit people with one arm, and we the bar would go fucking nuts. Yeah, bro. that dude is a monster. Yeah, yeah. have you seen Nick Newell? Uh, uh-uh. so he's Nick right Newell. So, so I was just texting Nick Newell. He just had a little boy oh, also, shit. so he's he was talking to me about that. But I remember Nick Newell went to one of my seminars when I was uh, in Texas, and um, I remember him. Obviously, he's he's got. A stub and and, yeah. and past little, the elbow, yeah. yeah, past the elbow, and so we were working on my my thing was guillotine chokes. So I I was making modified guillotine chokes with him, and he's choking everyone really? in his professional career. Dude, and then awesome. he actually uh, they filmed a movie in Sacramento about Nick Newell, and I had a couple of my buddies in it. Dude, he's a good guy. Wait, 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 what was the is that the, the movie you sent me? No, that's that's my movie that we just we just produced. 
what are you doing now? Feels, <laughs> I feel like you're doing a lot. Like you, you yeah. hit me up about fighters. Are, yeah. you, are you still training? Wait, by the way, we almost had a Logan Paul Sage Northcut fight. Oh, that would really? be a good fight, bro. I'm really I, we were so close. This guy, want, he's too expensive for us, he, man. He's, he's too expensive. Really Sage is like fucking good as shit. He is good. And, Sage uh, is good. You know. He wants CM Punk. Well, bad, well first, well, do you want it really happen? First, before we get into the all the stuff I'm yeah. getting into, Logan, I met Logan on the street street corner, and I was like, you know, he he was super cool about, you know, talking about his, his affinity for MMA and how he watched me growing up and whatnot. Super respectful and... And so we kept in touch throughout the years. And then I saw he did this fight, the boxing fight, which was genius and, and an awesome fight, by the way. Thanks, man. And I was like, and then he's, and then he had a, a, a TMZ thing or something else about the UFC saying, Dana, why don't I want to fight in the UFC? And I was like, bro, you ready to come train? You let me know. And he's like, all right, where you at? And so we were talking about that. Then two days later, him and Sage start going back on, on back I, and I, forth. I, I called him Sage Northland. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> And then at the same time, Sage became a free agent and his dad was yeah. like not happy with the UFC and stuff. And I said, I said, Logan, bro, this would be a one-time thing. You guys could kill it. You could get some, some, some real cred and like, you know, pitch the idea of him and Logan, uh, him and Sage fighting. And, and I watched this guy's wrestling too. Cause I went and did some research, you know, six in the state in Ohio is good. Ohio yeah, is it was, a tough. I mean, it was fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> seventh in the state is amazing. He did. Se- it was seventh place. It's going up now. <laughs> no, but, uh, at 185 pounds and Sage just fought at 55. So I was like, this could be a big fight, but Sage is now signed with one FC. It's still a fight. We can make happen. And, and, and it very well might. I, I'd like to train yeah. with him, man. Cause just like I've, sparring MMA guys is so different than, than boxing. Bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm a boxer now, but, realistically i am so much more of an mma fighter like oh after, yeah after this fight with ksi <clears throat> i might do one more boxing thing and then i'm gonna move it to to mma like well, i'm gonna do go in the octagon to see if any youtubers will well, take me let there. me let me let me say why tell you why you'd be a great fighter first off confidence is key second off a grappling base is massive yeah. Ath- genetics and, and athleticism plays a big role but uh the 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 audience that you have from the guys that are haters to the folks that love you, like people will pay to either see get your ass kicked or to kick someone's ass. On yeah. the business side, it makes sense for whatever organization yeah. takes them. I, I watched a video of him yesterday that his mom showed me of him wrestling a kid in the basement when he was probably what fucking this was seven, eight years old. Oh, and yeah, the kid, yeah. do you have the this kid, up? I do. The kid obviously was completely unwilling. Logan was just beating the shit out of no, him. No, he was willing. It's my boy, Sean, Sean Turk. Shout out Sean from Westlake. I'm actually, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm actually probably going to do a, a reaction video to this because, bro, this was before I eat box or picked up anything. Like, we just <laughs> fucked oh, each damn. other up, bro. We used to do the same Hell thing, yeah. bro. Look at the slow-mo, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Just us beating the shit out of each other, dude. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and by the way, this we did we did this for- Hey, is that legal that move in MMA? Would it be legal to sit on someone and punch them in the back like that? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> I mean, you gotta really you. pick your opponent to find someone to let, let you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but man, I just I'm a fighter, bro. Like, yeah, if no, I wasn't I doing it. YouTube, I would be a fighter. And if I wasn't a fighter, I'd be killing ISIS dudes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Respect. I yeah. think you should do all those things anyways. Yeah. You should find it. I don't think they'd let me in the army. Like if you wanted to sign up for the army, would 
Would they, would let, they let me? I don't think they would. No, no, I'm no, no, a little no. old now. Yeah, it's not, it's not that. You don't want army. You want to go in with the contractors. You uh, want to go in on the private side because they'll pay you a million dollars per kill over there for high value targets. Like or the special go. ops guy. The special yeah, ops man. guy. I, I, I went to a, a, a lot of USO tours, but I went one with BJ Penn, Carlos Condit, and Michael Bisbing in 2008, like right after I fought Jens Pulver. And, uh, and we did all these tours, all these crazy, like land and all these different little uh, spots where yeah. the guys are set up and whatnot. And the special ops guys, they had it made. I mean, they 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 don't have to wear shoes. They can wear their hair however they want. They just oh, they have damn. their own little area where they're firing big-ass crazy weapons. Oh, like weapons. rangers and, and seals yeah, and shit like that? Yeah, just the special ops yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. They, they're like the elite of the elite. Yeah. That would be something that would, yeah. be, that would be fun or cool. Yeah, that's the move. I wish I could stay young forever because I, I, I got some stuff to do now for like the next seven years like with Hollywood and digital, but... Mm. I heard yeah, that, I, 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 you're talking about what you want to do. I, I, I want to go back because you're you're talking about the like, what are you doing? What do now? you do? <laughs> yeah, what do I do now? So, um, everything for me has been around my passions. I have a book mm. that is around uh, just about that, and I wrote it back in 2011 about following your passion. And What's it called? It's uh, Laws of the Ring. Oh, and um, and for me, mixed martial arts, combat sports is a passion. Business is a passion. Real estate's a passion. My dad's a contractor. My mom, um, small business owners, and and then uh, entertainment. I've always had a big, big, you know, interest in entertainment. And so I have a production company. We just finished our first feature film, which I showed you, Green Fever. Green Fever, which we're going to be coming out soon with. I was actually really impressed, and I'm not just saying that. I yeah, see, I see shitty films all the time. Yeah, looked great. The acting was on point. Uh, trailer was dope. Just hope yeah. the movie's good. <laughs> and we, no, the movie's really good. And I'll send you a, a screener for it. And we we actually have been working on a couple different projects. And we threw that thing together in a matter of months with next to nothing budget with everyone that that knows what they're doing. My yeah. partner Jared Roxburgh, he's he's actually an editor for a living, but he's a director and a writer. And so um, <clears throat> we th I threw my boy Andre Touchy Feely in there, who's another fighter, and he killed it. And uh, and so we actually showed it to the first person was Lionsgate. We had an offer from Lionsgate tight, and Grindstone. Tight, and so we're still in negotiations there. But um, it's just kind of a, a a calling card for the next things we want to do to attract guys like like yourself. If, if we want to get a talent attached and we say, hey, look, this is the budget, this is the budget we did with no name talent. And we were able to pull this off. Like now how, we're going to pay a, you some cash. How would you get a budget? The budget is, uh, well, there's a line budget where you just figure out, you know, how to do it. But- we just did the bare minimum. So we had a single location, saw, shot the film in a single day. We had- uh, Shot all, the film wait, in a what? single day? No, 10 days, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, a, sing, a single, a single location. Yeah. But, but the film, the the movie takes place in a single day. Ah, ah. Oh, okay, cool. So, the, so it's from, I from like the morning then. I like those movies. Yeah, and yeah. it's easier to make like yeah. that. And then we used all like real like arm's length buddies for like acti actors that are talented but haven't had their opportunity yet. And, um, and we just- have professionals. Jared and his crew are, you know, they all went to school together. The DP was a, a super talented guy who's, who's second generation DP and we killed it. And that's just, you know, to get the ball rolling on, I have like five other scripts and I'll talk to you more about it offline too, about some yeah, of the stuff we're working on. We, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, <clears throat> to current events here. <laughs> so, uh, we've, we got news last night that, uh, evidently the people, uh, who are responsible for producing Logan Paul's flat earth documentary are now working on a follow-up wow. film that allegedly takes place in Russia. Wow. 
Meaning, damn, I don't know. We'll talk about it that's after the show. That's and that's break. Yeah. That's breaking news. Like this is just coming in over the wire, but uh, it's it looks like it, it's so fresh. Serious. There's not even anything he's reading. That's how fresh yeah. it is. That is fresh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to. I want to talk to you about it afterwards. I yeah, <laughs> the people behind the project are really passionate about yeah. it. I might be making another movie, maybe with that guy right how, there. How's how's the movie doing? <laughs> Let's go. It's sick, bro. I I'm I like I like obviously long form content as well. But uh, I'm really impressed by your ability to branch out. And I think it, it becomes, it, it stems from, you, you use the word passion. You have a passion for these things. Like you've been able to not just be a UFC fighter, which I don't think a lot of people who retire from the UFC are able to do. Yeah. To kind of disappear. It's going tough. To works, become a, a coach or whatever. Um, but you've really <clears throat> branched out. Are you still training UFC or MMA though? Oh yeah. I mean, that's part of my, my day. And you know, real estate's a big passion of mine. My gym is a real estate play on yeah. top of, Man, you know, I've got, nice. I've got a couple gyms. I've got three in the Sacramento area and I have a private little gym on the Northern coast, which if, if we ever want to do a training camp, Rocky style training camp. Oh, for real? Yeah. That would be the spot. Why? Is it, is it snowy? It's not snowy. It's right on the, on the Northern coast. It's Point Arena, the most Western point on the West coast. There's 450 people in the town. I have a building with like, 10 bunk beds and a little back gym. Uh, it's like and it's bad. like, nobody's out there. You can nice. jog to the pier. You, I mean, it's just good food and, and isolation. It's badass. Yeah. We, we might have to do that. Can I but, ask you uh, a question about your yeah. pursuits really quick? Cause this is something that I think about. And I think maybe some other people out there <clears throat> think about from time to time too. What do you, uh, how do you like justify a new project or like, how do you decide what you want to do and what you don't want to do? Cause it sounds like you've got your hands in f like everything right now. Like what if, something new comes up tomorrow. Like, how do you decide like, yo, this is going to push me over my limit on time or on, on like um, bandwidth on whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's all, it's all not, you know, rainbows and, 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 and unicorns and butterflies yeah. and shit. It's, it's, it's tough being a, an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur. You're like always looking for new opportunities. Yeah. So you just have to learn your lessons and, and, and understand like what's your core values and what, what are you really looking for? Uh, what are the things that you're passionate about? And, and I see a lot of things and especially when you're in the limelight, and I'm sure you guys know, people are always trying to pull you in their direction. It's like you gotta you gotta remember what's your direction. And I've I've been victim of it as well. And and there's a good analogy. Like if if I want to sit down next to Logan Paul and he's sitting right here, I gotta sit down and 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 look right at him. If he gets up and starts walking and I wanna continue the conversation, I need to get up and I need to start walking with him. If he starts running, I gotta run with him. If he gets on a bike, I got to get on a bike. If I want to keep that conversation going. So <clears throat> for me, I always have to remember, you know, I can, I can feel like-minded people and I'm a pretty good judge of character, but it's real easy to get pulled in a different direction. So I got to remember, look, I'm going to pull people in my direction and not the other way around. So if it's mm -hmm. fitting what I'm doing, you know, you have to be a little bit selfish on that side. Then, then that's kind of the key because you get good sales guy, a good sales guy can sell anything yeah. and they, they yank and they pull and they're persistent and everything else. So you have to keep, keep on your focus and see, okay, who, who's playing on my, on my level and who's into what I'm doing. And if something is outside, but it makes sense then I'll do it. But for the most part, it's like, you know, try to try to stay laser focused. And I've had issues with that in the past too. <laughs> I wrote uh, four rules uh, about a month ago when I was, <clears throat> beginning to get inspired to create content again. I put them in my bathroom. It's like the uh, positive affirmation manifest type mindset. And I think uh, number one is stay in your lane. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's a big, cause I get so 
distracted and I'm a, I'm like I'm a bit of a yes man yeah. in a way. You like, also, Mark, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you also truly believe you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. You put I'm your mind one of those. In, which I'm that way too. Yeah, yeah. And you got to remember like f- there's somebody better sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So staying and, in your lane is important. It's huge because I also like, it can be disappointing or, um, yeah, I'll use the word <laughs> disappointing. It can be disappointing when you have a goal to do something and there's someone already doing it full force. They've been in it for 10 years and they've achieved everything that you're aiming to achieve, but you're starting from ground zero. It can, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Frustrating? Like disheartening? Disheartening. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. yeah, It can, it can turn you off real, real quick. So if you stay in your lane and you're competing with yourself, Mm -hmm. I think that that's the, that's the mindset I'm taking on 2019. Do you think you have to come back to like, you, you (laughs) re-identify your skill set? Cause sometimes you're like in that lane and you're like, wow, I want to experience other stuff. So you've, it takes wandering off to remember what you're really good at. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a healthy process. And I think, and I think the, and I think the wording on that, uh, I wouldn't want people to get confused where it's like, stay in your lane. Like don't explore like outside of your comfort zone. But like to his, I think the point of it, the, the true nature of it is like stay laser focused on what you're trying to do. And and don't go into the, you know, those pursuits where you're trying other things, thinking you can be the best or you need to be, it can be something fun. Like, like I made a song and it's just something where it's like, yeah, I want to make it and have fun it was and fun, have yeah. a song that I can have to my name. That's a good point too. I feel like everything you do in life, like not everything you do has the same end goal. Like sometimes the goal is to make money. Sometimes the goal is to be creative or have fun. So it doesn't yeah. always have to be. What Do you think that his uh, belief that he can truly do anything he wants, something <laughs> that, you know, I like to believe myself and I know a lot of people do is the true basis of being an alpha do you think that's the first like is that confidence the first alpha trait or what's the highest Um, trait to make you an alpha male i think you know and alpha male means a lot of different things alpha females there's a lot of alpha females out there i think partially but i mean that can waver as you know you you have a big downfall and you're like oh you know people are turning on you and where'd everybody go and that kind of stuff that happens a lot in the fight game and you've i'm sure you've felt it also you're like okay you, you get a realization of of who is who, but that inner confidence. And, and a lot of times the alpha male mentality is is they're kind and they're encouraging and they bring people up and they want, you know, because they don't have to, they don't have to, it's not a confidence thing where you have to break people down. Yeah. yeah, So it's, it's, it's a domination by, by being, uh, you know, compassionate, good and compassionate and, and, and and collaborative and collaborative and that kind of stuff. A leader, a leader, someone who's a leader. Yeah. So, but that inner confidence is really important. And that's, that's like me also, when we talk about the, the different things that, that you get pulled in different directions, yeah. as long as you're not getting too far away, you can always go back to the things that you love. And and that's, that's, that's me. I, I still have, I, I built my gym, which is, I like to get you guys down and check it out sometime. Maybe go on my podcast. I started just oh, a little bit sick. ago. I'm in. Yeah. And then, uh, check out it's kind of like my little fantasy factory i have you know my office is set up there and we have a lot of things going on but um at the end of the day you know i'm still around what my passion is and what i'm great at yep. still you know i get up early and and have a a, a few hours of of mentoring and, and coaching with with the next generation of guys and then i go into business and then i go into you know being with the with with the baby or whatever is next but i'm not far away from a fight like you know i, I could <clears throat> jump in and fight at any moment because i I built a skill so high and I didn't go get too far away from it. And you know, that that's, that's kind of the next. That's your grounding. You talking about UFC? Yeah. yeah. 
Are you oh, yeah. Get, are you going to get back in the ring? Possibly. Possibly. <clears throat> I, I'm doing a big oh, grappling shit. match in the UK on uh, the 25th. And there's a lot of stuff happening in the weight class right now. Yeah, tell us um, about that. You've got you've you got a fight coming up with an 18 year old. Let's yeah, like Nikki Wright. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's going this? on with this? I saw you promoting this. What's his name? So his name's Nikki Ryan. His brother's name is Gordon Ryan. You're gonna kill this kid, bro. I, no. I haven't looked at him yet. I don't know, bro. No, this, no. Dude, this seems like I'm, an I'm the underdog, bro. Strict, strictly experience, man. But you're not. Bro, you're so not. He, he are just, you? Are he, you only grappling? Yeah, that's the thing, and that's You're part of punching. That's part of what got me going on on wanting to fight is because, you know, I don't like to talk when when someone is getting on my nerves or I'm itching to get in there and fight. The reason I retired was because I just felt like it. You know, I was Yo, like, I you, think it's time to go. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. If you he lose looks way this different. Kid, we're we're gonna gonna have some dude. This guy's <laughs> no, bro. Guy's watch it. Stud. Watch his video. Watch some of his videos. This guy's just cleaning house on everybody. No, no. That's well, a- check out his brother. Too, Gordon Ryan. Nah, well, giving you guys some love, Gordon. Nikki and Gordon. Are you are you boys with him? Wait, yeah, I'm boys. No, with that's him. the wrong guy. That's Paulo Miyagi. That's Paulo Miyagi. He's like a seven time world champ that I went went against. Go to his IG. No, pull, you got his Dude, IG. Dude, that looks like the kid that bags my groceries at Stop and Shop. Like, the there's video. no way you're fighting this little kid, dude. Bro, he's well. We're not fighting. It's oh, sorry. Jitsu. No, nah, but oh, still, okay. I mean, yeah. That's see. that's him right there. What's, you got to see that. What's going on here? What? Wait a second. Been itching to compete. This young stunk has been rocking the BJJ world. Without a doubt, one of the best on the planet at only 18 years old. Oh, yeah. So he just rips people's arms off. Huh. No, he's super technical. Um, And he's been on home study since he was like 14, just doing jujitsu all oh, day. Boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Come, oh, boy. Come on. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Out there. Uh, jiu-jitsu is, is one of those things... Especially the technical guys. My yeah. first BJJ. Well, tournament. I'm planning. First off, I am planning on winning, so you guys right. can take. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So just don't pull a Tyron Woodley on us, all right? Because uh, the last I, time we had someone on that talked about how confident they were, we put thirty thousand on it. Ah, uh, the fight game is a tough game, but but yeah. what I've learned training for this, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna and that that twerk video is hilarious. It's the little kid that steals the show. That's a good video. What's this? This is what I would be doing if I had these. Role models. Looks like me when the podcast is over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh what a G. Oh, what a G. No, bro. Oh, my God. They have He's no idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so. Like, he gets inspired by the next moves right here. He's like, oh, no. Okay, I'm stepping up my game. Here it is. I'm glad this is on your Instagram. Right? <laughs> yeah, this is incredible. Oh, he's going in. Oh, he's after it, bro. Twerking is really just making the youth so, so wise and intelligent. He's like, hey. he's like yo, what's good? What's yo, up? this kid's great. It's <laughs> amazing. It sucks that he's already balding. Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> bro, the first so, time. So when I started, when I started training for this jujitsu, it just made me realize, like, I like training for MMA. And then uh, and a lot of things are happening. You know, TJ Dillashaw just got got scooped for something illegal. Yeah, and I saw that. that kind of stuff. And he he'll probably be coming back. But if I don't do it now, it's not going to happen. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm getting older. And, and I know some of my peers, I talked to a guy, Marilla Bustamante, who fought till he was 46 with the highest level guys. And he's never taken any PEDs or anything. And he was in pride and everything else. He was a stud. He came down to my gym and, and kind of gave me a pep talk. And I, I mean, it's it's definitely very, very tempting. I'm thinking about hopping in after my birthday and and getting a couple in. We'll see. I mean, bro, that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah be fun. who would you want to fight? 
Well, the guy, I mean, TJ's out because he's on suspension now at least for a year. If he's only there for a for year. For a year? At least for a year. We don't know exactly what's going on if oh that comes God. back. Um, that's but ugly. I don't know. That's ugly. I don't know. We'll see. I'll take a, a, a lay of the land. What about and see. McGregor? McGregor? I just talked to McGregor. Oh, for real? Yeah. What's, what's he, what's he doing? He doing? What's he up to? He's he's balling, bro. Yeah. He's he's balling. He uh, He's out. You know, I think he just got... He took somebody's phone and smashed it because they wouldn't yep. leave him alone. Yep, yep, yep. And he's got, you know, Happened. this going on. But he's just, he got two kids and he's loving life. He said he retired like the day after I said I was possibly going to come out of retirement. <laughs> and then he's, and then I think he's just jockeying for position, trying ah, to get a real? piece of the company. But he, that guy's a baller, man. He knows what he's doing. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you in the same weight class as the dude that we watch get slammed at? What's that dude's ben name? Ben Askren? Ben? Bro, no. did you see that yes. slam? So what we were there when that Yo, happened. That dude's a clown, bro. <laughs> that dude is a clown. I know He's a troll when I see one. Oh. But he Woo. also but he also is a, a kind of a warrior, bro. Like he oh, was, kind of. He was he was unconscious. Like we were, he's, he's, he medaled for us in the Olympics. We were like, yo, you ref have to call the fight right now. Like, it was bad. Like, he was basically just like a nah, zombie. I never gave dude. up on him. I was, I was, I was like, yeah, this dude's done. No, nah, I was like, trust. Yo, yeah. but, well, I mean, no offense, Ben, but like, the, he's got a dad bod, like, for real. Unbelievable. What's the, how well, does that they're work? They're in right now. Dad bods Bro, are in. His, Besides they are in. in but they are in. For fighters? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, Ben is literally, they call in college, he had the weirdest, strangest style, and he's like a unique cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a it's good one. Like, it's it's something comical. doesn't seem right here, but he he he's got that self belief, bro. That self belief yeah. goes a long way, and then he's got years and years and years of becoming an extreme master, Olympic level master at, at one of the most important disciplines in in our sport, which is wrestling. wrestling yeah. That's how I mean he he just he's grabbed so the dude by his funny. neck in the last one and. He's so funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. He, he roasts people on Twitter. He yeah, crushes watermelons. He goes, yeah. I'm obsessed goes, with his Twitter. He asked, yeah, Logan, yeah. He asked Logan to go, uh, what was it, canoeing in Minnesota? Yeah, some, some random uh, adventure activity. I'm down, by the way. <laughs> we can go ben, crush watermelons. Do it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, he's, I, a, he's a beast. And, and why I can relate is when I wrestled, there was this kid from Loveland, Ohio. His name was Gunnar Lay. And, That's uh, a sick name, by the way. Gunner Lay. I mean, he was, <laughs> he was born to wrestle. Yeah, he's supposed to be a warrior. Yeah, and he was, man. But he, I mean, he was a little chody, if I'm being honest. And me, I'm coming in like six foot, like kind of jacked. And I thought I was going to wreck this kid. But his record said uh, otherwise. I'm like, I'm not sure what makes it yeah, so Yeah, what's great. happening here? Beat me twice. Wow. One of the one of the two kids I lost to that year. So you just don't, don't let men's physique ever, ever, ever. dictate how powerful, especially, or especially height, dude. That's uh, one thing you you can learn the hard way. Like going at some, like somebody cause they're shorter than you is, a, yeah. can become problematic. Yeah. Super I would imagine problematic. so. Did you, imagine. It's hard to find someone shorter than me that I want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> did you, uh, did you have a problem with the Askren stoppage? There was a lot of talk about for, on that fight when he got slammed and then he choked out the dude. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, in retrospect, I mean, it's the same thing people asked about like TJ stoppage and everyone else's stoppage. And I had a, I had 
probably two stoppages that were like, dude, why the hell did I'm you stop here. that? Yeah, like yeah. we're, we're risking our lives literally day in and day out fighting the best guys on the planet. Sometimes hours a day, you know, three to five hours at times. And we have 15 minutes or 25 minutes to fight. Don't be so compassionate for us referees. Like, let us get our head stomped in for a I, second. I like that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're we're like the cream of the crop when it comes to tough tough dudes on the planet. Like, we're okay with an extra punch every once in a while. And so, it's a fine line. Um, well, they're walking a really fine line, too, because technically it's their job to make sure you don't die in there. And yeah. so, it's, it's it, but, I, to your point, I understand And, and your I agree with that, sure. yeah. but, like, when it's, if there's a question at all, like, like, because yeah. somebody's going to pass out, like, I had a fight against Kaseya Mizugaki where I was squeezing him, squeezing him. I didn't let go till the ref pulled him off. And the ref was super late. So it looked like he was dead. Like <laughs> his eyes rolled back and I was probably squeezing for like 10, 15 seconds past when he had passed out. Yeah. And so <laughs> oh, that was a scary moment. But what happened? He just woke up. How long does it take up. before like uh, <laughs> brain asphyxia starts to like be a problem? I think it takes a couple minutes. Oh, okay. Has anyone okay. ever died in the octagon? There has been uh, there has been on some smaller shows, but what you got to understand about our sport is some of these unsanctioned shows or shows on any casinos or the lower level guys, they'll let anybody fight. Like you could go, I shouldn't say just let anybody fight, but for an amateur going to the pro, whatever, there's some ways where if you want to get in a fight, you could get in a fight. And so there's been some scenarios where guys had, had uh, passed, you know, physical issues and, and there've been some deaths here and there, but it's not like a, a rampant thing in the UFC. Uh, there hasn't in pride. There hasn't been in Bellator. There hasn't been in one FC and, and all the big shows there has not been, I, that's but it is what, a dangerous sport. I, it is dangerous, but that's what I thought. It's not, I wouldn't say like fatal, but boxing no. is correct. Boxing. There has been some fatalities and the difference is it's, it's concussive, blows over and over again you can stop they let you recover for 10 seconds then go back in to get a beating and it's not super prevalent but it does happen and so um you know you're looking at uh, a sport that's you know one of the oldest sports on the planet is boxing and and these these guys sometimes are are getting hit in the head starting at you know eight nine ten years old if their dads are crazy enough having them spar and whatnot so accumulation of stuff and and then you're 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 going with the guys that hit the hardest on the planet. They're literally dangerous weapons. So it has happened in the past, but it's not like super prevalent. What are your thoughts on Bellator and uh and and UFC and, and the future of the sport? I mean, do you see have you have has there been a decline in viewership? Like what's 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 next or what's the future look like? I mean, the sport's blowing up. I don't know if there's a, a a small dip in viewership or whatever they're saying. Um, they keep changing things up. Like right now, ESPN has the rights to UFC. It was Fox, and ESPN is is has a has their own plan from and a business just, standpoint. I get what they're doing, like having their own platform where you have to download it and whatnot. Yeah. But the sport as a whole in the world is booming big time. One FC is massive over in 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 China. That's where uh, Sage just got signed for. That's where the Logan Paul Sage Northcutt fight will happen. In China? There we go. Yeah. Where? Yeah. What city? Well, Singapore might be good instead of China. Wow. Oh, hey, I'm done. Yeah. So, so honestly, wow. so just so you know, Sage has in his contract that he can do a special bout and they will help co-promote it with a celebrity. Talk to me about the racks, though. 
Racks will be there, brother. Oh, for sure. Racks will Dude, be there, bro. They got money in China. Uh, I know they got money. <laughs> they got, I mean, I'm, this would be a worldwide thing. I'm we'll curious, talk more about it. As someone, uh, for me, I'm not very well versed in fighting. I'm like really new I find to, that hard to, to believe. I know. I look like a very. <laughs> you look tougher than Nicky Ryan. Yeah. He's lethal. I am. I'm, a, I'm lethal in different ways. I believe I'm a, it. I'm a, sure. like if you got a cunning plant, linguist. If you got a plant, he will devour <laughs> he you. Is or, or if vegan. I got to run very far distances, yeah. he's he's an Ironman athlete. He's not telling you. I'm curious. What Do you think fighting? Fighting uh, will always be a sport that's built for those underdogs, the people in like uh, urban areas that have a tough background or is fighting a sport where like wealthy people and established people are getting in and finding success. I really, I don't know. It's both, but I would say here and BJ Penn's a good, a good example of this. BJ Penn is, is in one of the toughest parts of the U S Hawaii unknowingly is is a scrappy place. Like Hell if you're yeah. in Hawaii, Hawaii? Yeah. you scrap. That's that's just, really? just Honolulu scrap. is felt like really? that. Yeah, all big time. Yeah. So, but he also has a family that's pretty well to do. But he he grew up in Hilo where everybody's meshed together. So who has a better chance? The guy that has a family that's supportive with food on the table every day, who's still in the ghetto, or the guy that's that's struggling. I mean, in my opinion, people with a good family like support system or some support system, grandma, aunt, teacher, whatever. And the right mentality will have success. And it doesn't matter. If you look at Brazil, I can name a bunch of fighters that were extremely wealthy and some that were extremely poor that have had success. It's all on the individual. And we've known, we've, we've met rich guys that are, that are douchebags. And we've re- met rich guys that are cool as hell. Yep. We've met poor people that are on the same spectrum. Some cool, some, some, some D bags, whatever. It's really on the individual and, and fighting is something that's internal. I think human nature is always going to be intrigued in the fight game. Yeah. But always. money helps. Hell yeah. As long as you have the right mentality. Look Hell at yeah. Floyd Mayweather. His, 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 his dad and his uncle were successful boxers mm-hmm. and then he grew up in that life and took it to a whole new, another level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, yo, I want to do the audio only Q&A. I want to dive in a little deeper, <laughs> ask some juicy shit. Um, so thank you for coming on Impulsive. Yeah, brother. Uriah Faber, ladies and gentlemen, where can they find you on social? Uh, just Uriah Faber on Instagram. Easy. One of the coolest names ever, by yeah, the way. So I might, thanks, I might name my son after you. Second to Gunner. Oh, second to Gunner, Gunner Lay. Lay. Gunner Lay's a good one. <laughs> Gunner Lay's a good one. You guys hit that subscribe button if you are not subscribed. Thank you for watching audio only Q&A with Uriah Faber right now. You can find it on Spotify and iTunes. I fucking love you. See you next time. Peace. Here we are. Back here. Nothing's changed. Should we argue like we did last time? Man, fuck you. Nah. There we go. That was good, bro. We made it. Hey, I got to have you say what's up to Ashley Doris. Ashley Doris? Yeah. What's good, Ashley Doris? Yeah. Who is Big it? fan of yours. There we go. One of my girl's friends. Oh, tight. Yeah, and she likes your brother, too. Ah, never yeah, mind. I just I take t- that back, Take Ashley it back, Doris. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Jake, Jake's cool. Uriah, you play any video games? Uriah? Where are you what from? What the fuck? He pronounced it. He pronounced it right. No, I'm just joking. Oh, Uriah, Silent bro. J. Silent I said J. that. I don't know the mic. My mic is <laughs> like Django. Fucked, yeah, bro. it was the mic. Uh, Uriah, <laughs> shit, my bad. Uriah, do you play any video games? I don't. What do you think about video games? Think they're a bad influence on kids? Um, I don't. I don't necessarily think they're bad. In, uh, bad influence, but in some ways, the ones that like you can like live your life in a video game, like you can make money and your friends are all on there, etc. It can be. Bad if you're not doing the rest of the stuff in the world, like World of Warcraft, like uh, like getting exercise and actually meeting other 
you know, other people in the real world and stuff like that. So I would say, yeah. yeah. I just never, my brother loved video games and he was two and a half years older than I was. And so he was always able to play and I just sat there and watched. And Does and he I was suck now? Does or is he good? Uh, <laughs> As a person. He's, he's a good person. Okay. He's a good person. Yeah. The reason I asked Prince Harry is saying that Fortnite and some social media shouldn't be allowed in the UK because they're created to addict children. I, I I believe that. Good job, Harry. Good job, there we go. Harry. I, I played World of Warcraft when I was young. When I really? was like like often addicted, cried because they got I got kicked out of my guild, like <laughs> staying up till 7 a.m. The sun <laughs> rose. Like, no, it was bad. I was yeah. 11 years old and I was sobbing, crying on the floor, pounding it. Um wow. And I, my parents would always yell at me. They would make me go outside and I just throw temper tantrums. But after I was done with the game, <clears throat> I realized what addiction was. And as crazy as it was, I have never been addicted to anything else after that besides creating content because I know how dangerous that hole is. And if I sense myself going there, even us in this yeah, house, we started to say yeah, that, yeah. bro. Like we go in these waves where like we'll play Fortnite and it just sucks you in. <laughs> but then we'll go on the waves where we're all motivated. Yeah. And, like, the, the well, we have game doesn't get turned on for yeah. weeks. We have to turn it off. I mean, we got to a point, the last one where we were starting to literally see it start to suck energy out of some of our other projects. And we're like, yo, literally we have to make this stop. And so yeah. we actually had all four of us signed into an inpatient rehab for uh, Fortnite <laughs> addiction <laughs> where they just don't have video. Yeah. There's no TV. We haven't touched a Fortnite in... 42 Fortnite. days, six hours, and 15 minutes. That's, and we go yeah, to a thing you. called uh, uh, FA. It's Fortniteers Anonymous. Hey, what's wow. up? Wow. Yeah. Is that real? No. no. That'd be <laughs> awesome if be. it was. <laughs> what is the hey. best way to deal with a loss should you lose a fight? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think the best way... And the hardest part about losing is all the people you let down. It's not you because you at least get to exude, you know, your effort and whatnot. Um, so it's just getting right back in the gym, showing face with people, you know, and, and just get right back on the grind. It's 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 the best way, absolutely. What's the best way to celebrate a win? A win? Like you going ham and cheese? Well, uh, yeah, I've, I've gotten, I've had some some rough nights after wins, but I've also had some great just dinners with the homies and, and, uh, and kick it, but... I would say, you know, I used to have to have after parties because they were like contracted to have after parties yeah. and my they feet would are. hurt. Like Woodley I, had the after oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're getting paid, I mean, okay. if, if, you, okay. if you'll get paid to go do it. But uh, for me, that was more for everyone else. Uh, I, I, I like to take a couple of weeks before I go have my party. I, oh, yeah. I yeah. planned on raging after the fight. <laughs> And, it, and I and I didn't yeah. not because it was a we draw. A song made for that. We rented a club, yeah. like all that shit. It, yeah. it, I just was not in the mood. Maybe yeah. maybe because it was a draw. Well, but was I don't draw, know. I was just yeah. I did nah. not feel like drinking and partying. You know. How do you I celebrate like a draw? Is a big, also, because <laughs> he asked about the other. T- <laughs> yeah, the draw. I don't know if you celebrate uh, a draw. You just go you back celebrate. To work. You celebrate the rematch. Yeah. You say, hey, we're gonna have a yeah. rematch right away. Yeah. What's or or just say you won. I won. Well, we did. We kind of did do that because we played the video back and we were like, yo, these are the reasons why Logan won the fight. What's the favorite thing you've done as a celebrity or your favorite celebrity amenity? Um, The favorite thing about celebrity-ish, I mean, I don't know if I consider myself a celebrity celebrity, but is being able to wear sandals and a hat and whatever I want into places. That's awesome. Like even clubs, right? Like you yes. can wear whatever the hell you want. Yeah, to yeah. and I, I hate, I, I mean, I'm not a type of guy that would be like, hey, you know, 
do you know who I yeah, am or yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff? But like, if they let you in, because I, I I'm like a comfort guy and I hate getting like dressed up when Me I don't too. want to. So I'm like hat sandals. Yep. If I can wear that anywhere, that's been the, my favorite thing. My, we have yeah, a, you kicked off your shoes. You're barefoot right now. I've been doing yes, that. Half the episode. He's, he's a California kid. Dude. We, yep. that's it. we have a, uh, we have a chef here. I know it is. Dude, I, I'm going to tell you, I, Logan's only thinking about himself. I offered to send him a bunch of trifecta nutrition, which is a company I'm a small <laughs> nice. part no, go of. Go do it. Do it's it. organic food delivered to your doorstep. Nice. And, uh, and I actually have a, a small part of the company that, that, uh, that is me, but I'm just one person that eats it. And we have the UFC now. It's one, one of the main sponsors in the UFC. And so they fund, they, they feed all the UFC fighters and they actually have a chef that comes for the fight week. So, I'm gonna hook you guys. Although you guys have this, this I told them because the offer. This, I was like, hey, I'm good, thanks. This no, personal no, chef, oh yeah, lead it. or yeah. whatever like, it is. Chef Katie's a goddess. Oh, she is. She's is. a goddess. The reason I asked that one is because he asked about amenities, and I was talking to him the other day. I asked him, "What is the one thing, like post all of this, that you would have the hardest time living without?" For me, it's like waking up in the morning and you have a text that's like, "Your bacon, eggs, and blah yeah. blah is ready yeah, yeah, on the chef. fucking table." Bro. That's yeah, that's nice. That's a that's a good one. It's beautiful. Dude. Um, let me see. What are the? I think just also the access you get to. I mean, I've been some amazing places and ama- met some amazing people. Um, you know, I had I was at a uh, a buddy's house in in Buzios, Brazil. We were at this old fifteen hundreds. I mean, it looked like an old church. It was some 1500s and it was on this massive ranch. He had his own uh, jet, like, like runway outside. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm having a party tonight. <laughs> like literally down in the pasture. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're having a DJ or something like that. He literally had four of the best DJs. I mean, by the time the, the lights went out, it was, we walked down his dirt path, like <laughs> past the cows and whatnot. And he had set up a VIP station, lobster, like like oh, all the shit. And they had four different DJs that, that went through the whole night. And it was like, oh yeah, I'm having a party. And, and it was that, like that kind of thing that would you would never see again. We yep. I, we've got I've gotten to do so much stuff thanks thanks to being friends with Logan. I mean, we've been to to Deer Valley, these thirty million dollar houses and all these things. And now we have uh, Coachella coming up next weekend. Yeah. And actually, I put this one together, which is pretty cool. But we got a yeah, really t- we got a, re- a pretty uh, big house right next to Coachella. Are We're you going? having a big party and everything. Uh, I went last year briefly. Come through. Come. Yeah, do maybe, like, uh, let me know. Do you like? Uh, we got a baby now. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, you got that baby. We'll bring the baby. No, and just we'll, come hang no, out. I'll, I'll talk to my girl. Baby. I'll talk to my girl. She she may we'll, we'll figure it out by that time. Yeah, if y'all pop down, come by. We'll try to meet up. Okay. Cool. I have one one question. Um, if you existed during the Roman times, do you believe you would have been a gladiator? Ooh, wow, nice question. I hope a king. I would yeah, have been. Uh, I would have been king. I see that. I see that. I would have been a wannabe fighter. Hopefully, uh, that was a king. Maybe. Did they That'd have like? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, I think I think I have something in, internally that if you would have dropped me in any place in time, that I would have been going to combat in some way shape or form yeah i've always just liked that do you have the the uh like a lesser form of like napoleon complex like being a shorter guy you know i don't feel like you just want to fuck up every tall dude that ever like talks to you no i've i've seen the opposite i've had like a big i've seen like the big guy syndrome oh which is kind of weird but i i i don't i never really got that and i think it's part of being delusional like i literally was on a uh uh, a training camp with with Randy Couture, uh, Tito Ortiz, um, uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Frank Trigg, 
and James Irvin, all these big guys. Yep, yep. And when I first started in MMA, and Frank Trigg, he fought 170 pounds and he was weighing about 195, and I was, you know, 145 pounds. And I told him, I go, I go, bro, tomorrow there'll be some more guys our size. And he goes, would you stop saying that? Me and you are not the same size. I'm 190 pounds. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, it was like a realization, like, oh, shit. All right. I, I, so I never really, I never it really. It just doesn't affect you at all. Like, no, just, and, I've, and yeah. I, I've always had, you know, I, I never I never really got picked on yeah. or anything like that. I was a nice kid. You know, I used to do like, you know, acting in commercials when I was a kid. Oh, and, tight. And that kind of stuff. So I, I wasn't like I ever had a lack of confidence. My parents are super loving and, you know, my mom's Italian. She always pumped me up. Were you ever into any extremes? I don't know why you strike me as like you would be a BMX or a skateboard kid. You're from SoCal. Were you ever into any of that or no? No, oh, not okay. really. I, I mean, I got pretty focused on, well, I, it was football. Then oh, okay, I played yeah. a little roller hockey. Then it was wrestling and and uh, then it was fighting. And and I stay pretty focused. I, I used to do... Like when I was real, real young, we used to get on rollerblades and do some crazy yeah. shit. Like we had like, we'd play some full contact hockey <laughs> and we'd have like these crazy wars that there we'd we go. like just take over and we had big ramps that we made and stuff like that. So a little bit of that, but, um, not, not, not on that. I didn't ever have the leisure time, man. I was, I was focused. focused yeah. yeah. You say you're a nice guy, but what, what will it take to set you over the edge? Like to get the, the MMA fighter out of you if you're at, I don't know, Whole Foods and some dude's being a douchebag in the in the plant it's aisle. It's not mispronouncing your name, I hope, right? <laughs> no, that's, right. Right. that's happened God, my whole life. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's, I, I don't like, like somebody that, that has less that's getting picked on or something like that. I don't like that. I've, I've always, yeah. you know, if you've seen, if you see somebody that, uh, that, is a little bit helpless and, and is getting 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 messed with that can that can turn me off same, yeah you know, same. turn me on to uh on the level and i don't mind uh being combative i mean i've been in some street fights especially in college quite a few because i'm not a talker and, and you you know you guys know there's different communities with different sets of rules like yeah. in some in some neighborhoods you can get in someone's face and dangle your head and talk shit Others, and some yeah. people like you don't say a thing, you sneak up and hit someone. Yep. And some people, you meet me at the park. Uh, some people, you get stabbed or or a gunshot. You know, like so. I I've always been in the case of like, okay, if somebody's bringing a fight to me, I'm not gonna say much. I'll just go. So my friend I've George is like those. that. Yeah, you yeah, kind of have to be because if you wait, if you wait too long, yeah, like that's I don't stupid. I, <laughs> I agree with you because I'm the same way. Like if it, if as soon as it gets to words or within a very close range like i'm yeah. swinging i'm just going down dude i'm swinging yeah, because dude. like i don't want to wait for i don't want to get hit because sometimes that one hit could put you on a curve yeah. it could put, a lot it. of things could happen so as soon as it starts to like i get that feeling that something's about to happen i'm throwing it you don't want to lose consciousness in a in a in a street, street hell, in, no. Oh, hell, no. hell no this is where i could insert a fight story that i don't have you're very true you've thought of it though <laughs> and that's what counts <laughs> i want i wonder if uh you being a dad now you'll get those papa bear instincts if your kid gets like picked out at school or or some other parent you know, in a football game is soccer game is giving you a hard time you knock a parent out in the stands you know it's <laughs> Brendan Schaub, Schaub said he's got if the papa bear comes out sometimes yeah I believe asked that. Him what triggers him and that was, that was it. I, I would say you know what though you know what's what's more intimidating than anything and I've found this throughout the years is like true confidence like where it's an unshakable confidence. Like if somebody, I like how many times have you been in a situation where somebody 
is trying to intimidate you. And you can tell whether someone's intimidated or not. You can tell by their look, by their demeanor. If somebody, you know, that that's avoided a lot of fights for me is me just like having a presence of like, really, yeah, that big time. Just that's like a, knowing, a, no, I'm gonna like take just with straight me. up standing yeah. your ground, seriously, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stand, and staying calm. And like, if somebody's getting riled up, be like, you know, <laughs> just yeah, they can tell. Like, oh wait a second, this guy has zero, you know. But I also feel like you. I fear. also like I. I've always looked at a, the. Res- someone's responsibility. And I think you probably do too, to tr- at least give diffusing it a shot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, 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 unless it, they cross a very mm. specific line, yeah. but for the most part, like if somebody like, there's always ways or at least ways you could try to talk sense into the fucking person. You yeah. Know but I mean, it gets to a point where yeah. you have to make a judgment call. You don't want to be there. Like, listen, man, come to your senses. Yeah. For, sure, oh, for yeah. sure. It's like more like, Hey guys, I don't, I'm more like, I don't want, I'm not trying to fight anybody here. And then if it consists, if it goes past that, because a lot of times you say something like that, like, hey, I'm not trying to fight anyone from here, like here. Then that gives them a little confidence. Like, oh, what? You don't do it. You know, like, it'll like stoke the fire. Yet to get in a fight as an adult. And I don't know why. I feel like all my friends have. And I've been heckled all the time in the streets. Yeah, Maybe it's because we're always shooting. I saw one video of you where some guy stopped you and and, and, and you had to talk him down. Yeah. And that was good. You did a good job. Well, well I'm not trying to fight anyone. Like, I, yeah. I give diffuse. Like, I diffuse until they throw. Like, if they're not, th- I'm not throwing. Fuck that. But as soon as they throw, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone who can fight but def- knows how to diffuse the situation. That's a like, that's a winning quality. Hell, yeah. Although it's not the popular quality. Like, yeah, that's winning. I've got a, I've got a great fight story. My little buddy Virgil, it was like right when I started fighting <clears throat> and I was doing some sort of appearance where I was doing some sort of like, you know, building up a fight at some small casino in, in Reading. And my buddy, he'd been sober for a year and a half. And he's like the most calm dude when he's sober. He had a girl with him. And I literally finished up with my duties and whatnot. And I'm walking outside and I get like six phone calls from him. I had six phone calls yeah. from him missed. And so I'm like looking down, I'm like, what the heck? And he's with this girl and they're in a parking lot like literally like, I don't know, maybe 40 yards down from me. And so I'm looking like, why is he calling me? And then I look and he's got his shirt off. He's five foot two. He's got his shirt off and he's swinging it and like, like, like backing up three guys that are on like a triangle from him. And his, and his girl's like trying to like get in between and this and that. And so I start jogging. I'm like, just like put my phone in. I start jogging and he gets, I get like maybe 10 feet from him and he looks over and all the guys are looking at him and he's, and he starts going, yeah. yeah. And he's like laughing like, ha yeah. like that. And, and, and all the guys are looking at, looking at him like what the fuck's he doing? And I go, Hey, and they all three go. And I just went, Bob oh, and hit the big one. Up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're like trying to hit. You dropped hit the, the big, big guy first, I hit right? the big guy yeah. first and he just went, psh, and this is one of my best friends and, and he's five foot two and he's got three big Mexican guys yeah. trying to fight him at yeah. the moment. So that is a cheap shot-ish. Yeah. But it's almost it, It's necessary. like, bro. Yeah. And, and he, he had a he had a, a tall boy 40 and his feet stayed and his body just went boop and he slid and the beer went psh, like that and his buddies backed up and I go, what's up? What's up, guys? And my buddy's like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> He's behind you. Hey, yeah, like what's going? Oh, uh, yeah, that's Big Verge. I like that guy. Yeah, Verge is, the, Verge is money, man. Hey, shout out Verge. <laughs> um, all right, bro. 
Hey, I forgot to plug my uh, my trifecta and the RP uh, periodization on the on the podcast, bro. Well, this plug. all counts. Yeah, plug. Okay, good. I mean, yeah. what what the trifecta food? Well, we talked about the trifecta food. Yeah. What's the other? What's the what's the and thing? then RP Re- Renaissance periodization? That oh, you, have so many, the, you have so many brands. You're a businessman, yeah. bro. He's not a businessman. Man. He's a businessman. Oh, I like that. Yo, I'm really sorry about mispronouncing your name, dude. I'll tell <laughs> you what. You only did it once. No, I know because I did it the rest of the show. I don't know what happened. I think I you were looking audio. at my. I think you were looking at my my the name. It's all good. Maybe because I, I didn't really hear it to Logan. Because I actually have a <laughs> I have a J in my last name that's silent. And it, oh. when it gets pronounced, I just swing automatically. On people, bro. <laughs> yeah, so his, it's like, his is bad though. His doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Hungarian. Magellan. Okay, I got you. Yeah. All right. That's funny. Yo, thank you for watching, listening this episode of Impulsive Uriah Favor. Thank you again, brother. My pleasure. Find him on social at Uriah Favor. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Hit that subscribe button. Number one podcast in the world, Impulsive. Thank you again. Peace. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.